Burlesque moms have it all. Careers, family, and that glamorous showgirl lifestyle. Okay, maybe it isn't always glamorous, but it's a lot of fun. And as a working mom, grown-up fun is not always easy to find. These are the adventures of four fabulous friends who just happen to be Burlesque Moms. Aloha, welcome to Burlesque Moms, an entertaining and informative peek behind the curtain, below the bar, and into the laundry basket. I am Sadie Vine, the divine double diva of Maui Burlesque. Today, I am joined by my husband, the um, elusive.com is what he's called in the burlesque world. Hello. And we're going to be chatting today. That's that's what our theme for the next few episodes is is talking with those around us about burlesque and how they feel about us doing burlesque and how burlesque has impacted their lives. So as usual, we'll start with talking about what we're drinking, which because it's 7am on a Sunday morning, I'm drinking a vanilla latte. A lot of that has to do with being hungover too. And I just got off work, so I'm trying to get to sleep soon, so I'm going to do some water. Yeah. Very adventurous. And we're having a very adventurous Sunday morning in bed recording a podcast while the kids are hopefully playing nicely in their rooms. Hopefully. Yeah, it's nice to be here. So we got this Keurig a couple of years ago that has a milk frother. So we, we make lattes at home. It's the best thing ever. And, and I have a latte every morning because I'm bougie like that. Okay, so let's get started with the task at hand and, and chat about some things. Yeah, first off, I'm just... It's nice to be here, get some real facts in this podcast. and Real facts? You know, this, what? I listen to every episode. This is by far one of the podcasts I've ever heard. So it's terrific. Looking forward to this. Awesome. You've got a pretty good background in burlesque. I mean, you've been around for everything that I've done. You've been to everything that I've been to pretty much. Yeah, I've been there from the beginning. Did you have m- much exposure to burlesque before we got together? Really none. I can't think of any. I mean, my own. I mean, I had very little as well. Mostly a couple Kit Kat shows, and I think maybe one Kit Kat show where the girls came over from Oahu. But that was the extent of mine before we got together. Yeah. My burlesque career started, or cabaret and cocktails started while we were already together. So he's been to the Hawaii Burlesque Festival with us every time. He went to Burley Con and actually participated in Burley Con. What was your favorite part of Burley Con? <laughs> Overall, it was a good experience. I even took a bunch of classes. Yeah, we actually registered him. He was registered for the whole thing mm-hmm. and, and participated. It was just interesting to see the different, the wide variety of people attending this thing and just how much goes into it and the variety of classes. You know, they had some performances and whatnot. So it was just overall, it was fun. And then you actually had your first onstage debut earlier this year in our, our January 1st show. You got to perform with the Barbacks, which is our kind of offshoot boylesque group that um, Miss F-Bomb choreographs for. How is that? If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> so I've done usually security and uh, watching for everybody trying to record um, you guys and put it on Facebook Live that's happened before. So I usually watch out for those guys, but it was nice to actually be in the show and participate. 
Yeah, so he's been behind the scenes since day one. When we started producing, he was there helping figure out how did you produce a burlesque show. And he's definitely been our kind of front of house guy doing security. And I mean, you were doing the box office for years until finally the theater took over box office. He's, he's had was. a lot of experience interacting with the burlesque audience. Yeah, and, and overall, it's a good audience, especially the venue that we've used. We get a lot of blue hairs and yeah. whatnot so it's usually the mellow crowd but then we have a late night show as well and it changes yeah we get a wide variety of people i think the the best story was our halloween show when you were dressed up as batman and just stood behind some rowdy people to get them to shut up yeah it worked it worked pretty well so yeah so it's nice having you know in-house security there for us knowing that things are, are you know kind of staying safe um in the front of house but yeah and then you're you're getting ready for another performance coming up in a couple weeks yeah. How did that come that. about? I, I don't know. This, I don't know if I know the story of how you and, and Lincoln Lux, it's her name, ended up agreeing to do a number together. Yeah, I think she called my bluff. I said, you know, next time I was trying to encourage her to do more kind of solo stuff. And I think she was doing the, uh, what do you call it? The mousse-bouche mm -hmm. group. So I was trying to encourage some of them to do solo work. So I said, hey, next time let's do a duet. And she called my bluff and here I am. So that'll be a fun one. I'm excited to see it along with everybody else, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You know, I've dragged you to a lot of burlesque shows, which I I, I got to say, I don't think I've ever heard you complain about it. Not yet. <laughs> so that's that's good. How do you feel about burlesque overall? Uh, it was different. The whole concept. I know there's obviously a difference between burlesque and cabaret. And, you know, we had seen different parts of it in different theater shows. So I kind of had an idea about what to expect but because you guys try to perform in different venues and and whatnot you kind of cover all bases with those things and depending on what is taken off if anything and the type of dancing and i've just overall enjoyed it and it's nice to see you get to hang out with your friends and and do this together plus the whole drinking while dancing thing i'm usually partaking in a lot of that while i get to watch you guys dance around and can't complain. <laughs> I gotta say that's the best thing is the rehearsals where we eat a lot of food and drink a lot of booze and maybe get some dancing in a little bit, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Especially these days with all the kids and dogs running around, usually it's a little chaotic, and but it's always a lot of fun. Right. I don't remember the days before kids, really, so it was... <laughs> I mean, there was a time. There was mm -hmm. a time before kids. It's hard to remember those days, but they did exist. Yeah. We must have got a lot done back then. <laughs> we must have. Do you have any favorite stories about the kids during burlesque rehearsals? More so when we've been recording stuff like at our house. We've, you know, been trying to record things. So obviously you need it to be quiet. And the kids are typically running around or being distracted in the backyard while we're recording. And yeah, just... And that was kind of fun. That was the Christmas... The Schwedy yeah, Ball yeah, one exactly. where we had all the kids in the backyard. <laughs> Maker Howell was was back there trying to wrangle all the kids while while we recorded. And I was wearing Hunter and I was thinking he would be fine. But as soon as you started recording, he started making noise. So I had to run away in the middle of recording. Yeah. <clears throat> Amazing what it picks up. Yeah. The microphone. <laughs> the microphone picks up a lot. So that was pretty funny. Oh, my goodness. It's early in the morning and I'm still recovering from those burlesque workshops that we did last night. Mm. They were a lot of fun. All right. So um, how do you feel about me doing burlesque? Um, again, I think you hanging out with your friends and doing this, having your night or nights of the week to, to do stuff. I see a lot of stress involved because ultimately it comes down to the wire and you guys decide to do a show and 
don't give yourselves a lot of time to do things or you know a lot is involved between writing scripts and doing costumes and rehearsing and you know if you're doing a solo number you know your own costume whatnot we definitely got a lot of amazon packages (laughs) hey you get a lot of amazon packages too that have nothing to do with burlesque right that's true (laughs) Mm -hmm. but overall i think you know it's something you get to do and have fun doing so i encourage it as much as i can awesome Oh, yeah. I, I've always felt that I, I definitely nice to have your support in all of it and to have your help, too. I mean, the backstage help, especially so in the beginning, when we started doing burlesque, we helped to set everything up at the theater. So it was really helpful having you and, and Maker Howell there to help with a lot of the tech setup. Right. Plenty of times I've had to run backstage to figure out why a microphone's not working or right. change batteries or or run and get ice in between things for or go and get batteries or you know, he's it's mm-hmm. been great having extra people for that because we've covered a lot of that and then we're coming into we're, our next show is at the new dance studio that miss f-bomb and bourbon lane just opened up so we're kind of back to that square one where we're, we have to kind of put the whole theater together before the show <laughs> so right. that it's going to be helpful having having you and, and him to to help with a lot of the setup yeah it's nice that it's our space basically or their space that we get to use and we're not coming in on a, a show that's setting up or theatrical performance that's trying to use the same venue and already has the stage half covered and it's a shock when we get there how much you know <laughs> we have to do to modify things so this will be good yeah so we know what we're going into we have a fairly good idea of how it's all going to work out i feel like i feel like things might get a little more cramped than we're thinking but i think it's all going to work out just fine and it does help that you know we're we're in control of the space and we know what we're doing going in we still need to find a little more help, and I'm a little worried about that, but there's always something to stress about. Yeah, and I'm just doing one number this time, so I'm sure I can help <laughs> in between. I don't uh, know. You're going to have to do a lot of makeup and costume stuff with this number, so I don't know if you're prepared yeah, for well, that. I already booked the days off work, so okay, good. <laughs> that makes it easier. Oh, my. I had another question percolating in my head, but now I, I've forgotten it. I guess one thing we could talk about is when COVID hit and we couldn't do live performances anymore, we started doing virtual ones. We had to figure out how to record, (laughs) how to do video. And I think you were Mm -hmm. a big part of figuring that out. You did a lot of video, videography and editing. How how do you feel about that? I think what you've talked about a lot in previous podcasts is enjoying figuring out how to make something work as far as costumes go. Like how being able mm-hmm. to take off a, a shirt under right. a vest without removing the vest kind of thing. So I just with the computers, I've always kind of enjoyed trying to figure stuff out. And I'm not the biggest techie, but far more than a lot of my friends and people I know. But I think just trying to figure out things and figuring out the software and making it work for what we need. I've enjoyed that part and just learning the different softwares that we've we've got for video editing and sound editing. Plus, a lot of the classes I took at BurleyCon helped in that regard. So it's been good that way. I'm sure you didn't mind buying all the equipment either. No, that comes down to the Amazon packages again. But <laughs> that's the great thing on living on an island like Maui. We, you know, we rely on Amazon Prime and it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So of all the numbers that we've filmed, which one is your favorite? Hmm. I know mine. Numbers that we filmed, so the virtual stuff? Yeah, so for either like, you know, we did all the amuse-bouche ones or any of the virtual shows that we did. I know I certainly have favorite moments because, you know, for one of the Christmas ones, we had this big wall of presents (laughs) set up and we finished recording 
everybody in front of it and this wall remained. So I'm like, hey, you know, let's get somebody crashing through this wall. So there were plenty of volunteers to come through and it made for pretty good uh, video. <laughs> we filmed most of it at Miss F-Bomb's house. And mm -hmm. so we were trying to figure out how to make it look like it was more than like make her living room look like it was more than one location. So one way we did that was with this giant present wall that we built out of boxes to make it look like we were tiny in front of the Christmas tree or something like mm -hmm. that, just to give us a different setting that wasn't curtains hanging down or wasn't obviously their living room. And so we built this wall and it was pretty awesome because, I mean, it was huge. It was this huge wall of presents that split their house in half. We all had to go outside and walk around to get to the other <laughs> side. And yeah, we filmed one of the guys from the barbacks just running right through the wall and bursting through like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. So that's been one of the fun things is just trying to figure out, okay, let's try this and you yeah. know, change the angles and, yeah. you know. Just so. figuring out how to set up a film studio in the spaces that we had right. was a challenge. So we, you know, we were very, we got to be very creative in that way. Yeah. And for a lot of it, we're just using cell phones or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, different cameras that aren't the most sophisticated and, you know, except probably one of my favorite numbers that we did virtually was definitely out on the, the boat, the, the oh, pipeline yeah. boat. Well, yeah, we got some professional help for that. That that Big was time. really cool. But yeah, I think we can't take as much for that because we did have the professional videographer for that one. Well, yeah, and I was in my scuba gear underwater getting some shots and... Can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. so... And I think my favorite one that we did, um, that we filmed, was Lily's solo number in the bathtub. Yeah, that was good. I feel like we did a really good job because it was just me and you and we had a really, she had a really good storyboard of like what she wanted it to look like. And I feel like we did it, everything came together really well. Yeah, that was great that she already had a plan. Yeah. Plus she did the editing herself and that was fantastic. Yeah. She did a great job. Yeah, she learned how to edit so that she could edit her own. Her own and, we, and she got to savor a, a champagne bottle. Which yeah, so pretty cool. much every one I think I've tried to put a little bit of influence in it. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> let's... Uh, savor this thing she was planning on opening i think a bottle anyway of sparkling and pouring it all over or whatever so i said hey let's uh use this knife and savor this thing open so <laughs> and then she was doing that for like a while afterwards just every time she drank a bottle of champagne she'd savor it once she knew how yeah yep once you know how you can't go back so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah i think that one was my like like as an overall filmed number that we did i, I think i'm most proud of that one yeah and it was quick yeah, we got through it fairly well, and we actually we had help from Lily's boys. They I thought they did a really good job, kind of being little little tech help in the background, and that was pretty awesome. Yeah, a good burlesque moms, you know, moment of of helping your mom do her burlesque number in your house. Yeah, they're definitely supportive for that. Yeah, so I think that's all the questions I have, unless there's anything else that you wanted to talk about. Uh, well, I think. Another thing that uh, this whole Cabernet Cocktails has helped us with is our cocktail game. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we used to be pretty boring. I was pretty big into wine. So, you know, I know a lot about that. But as far as cocktails, we were kind of reserved. We do have our handful of things that are go-tos. but Which were gin and tonics, which is hardly a yeah. challenging cocktail to make. Right. And then we started realizing how many different gins and, you know, tonics there are and so we got a little adventurous with all that and then had some even tastings of different gins and whatnot by themselves and the tonics and combinations. And But since then, we've branched out with we weren't doing a lot of whiskey stuff, but we've mm -mm. branched out and doing a lot more whiskey stuff. And yeah, plus the uh, the kits that you get every month. Yeah, the shaker and spoon, that. which they still need to sponsor us because we really like that shaker and spoon. Yeah, 
That's so. good stuff. But yeah, I think, yeah, the, we've, we've upped our cocktail game a lot. So dot com's motto here is if if you're gonna do it yeah if it's worth doing it's it's worth worth overdoing if it's worth doing it's worth overdoing so he generally overdoes it (laughs) we have a lot of whiskey downstairs right now now that we're drinking whiskey towers a lot yeah and a lot of uh half empty or more uh gins too that we (laughs) We have a nice collection of half half empty gins so we we go overboard a lot but it's a lot of fun and this allows us to do that Especially this podcast, we've gotten, you know, we, we try to do, unlike this week where I'm drinking coffee, we usually try to do put some fun cocktails, and he's definitely supplied some of the better ones for recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've enjoyed that aspect. Yeah. Well, I need to go get the kids up before they destroy the house, and you need to get some sleep. Okay. And yeah, I think that's that's it. So I think one of the rumors I heard was there's going to be a, a nice Father's Day edition. That, we might, uh, I think we should try that. I think we need to try that. I don't know how the logistics might be challenging, but... Well, then you guys can hear some real facts and <laughs> fact-checking from previous a, episodes. It might be a long one. So. You do a burlesque dad's episode for Father's Day this year. We're going to try and make that happen. Might have to make it a two-parter. It might be long. <laughs> Get the behind-the-scenes from the burlesque dads and what the real story is. Definitely. A little teaser here from, from .com. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you all for joining us today. I am Sadie Vine, the divine double diva of Maui Burlesque. And I'm .com. Have a lovely day. Well, that was another fun diversion. Now it's time to go wash the marker out of that freshly rhinestoned thong. If you liked today's show, please leave us a review on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or burleskmoms.com. Mm-hmm.